Holy fucking shit. I can't believe I'm doing this. Welcome to a special episode of Disappointment Child. I am your host, Baby J, and what the fuck is up? I have been on a hiatus for, oh my god, six months maybe? July to now January, and I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know why I'm making this episode. I feel like this is kind of my way of therapy, maybe? Um, I know I'm I'm abusing you guys and using you as an outlet for my problems, my issues. Um, but I hope you enjoy it. I tweeted something the other day about making another episode, and I guess that's what I'm doing. It is what fucking time is it? 1:30 exactly in the morning, and I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Well, we'll see where this fucking goes. But I wanted to update everybody on how I'm doing, what's going on. Um, I did stop making my episodes for a while. Uh, as you guys know, I did move to Miami in July and it's going really well, but, um, I don't know why I stopped to be honest. I really enjoy it. And you guys were giving me such positive feedback and I had kind of the snowball was rolling for me. My numbers were looking really good. My... Family and parents and relatives did not think so. They did not enjoy that. I had some family issues, to say the least. It caused some problems. Um, so I did stop making them. I, would, I, Which is really disheartening for me because I have tried, like I said, a lot of other avenues um, on social media. I'm not very good at Instagram. I just can't keep up. And Plus, it's dying now. Uh, I've made a few TikToks. By the way, I I, I do want to get into um, my TikToks for a while. (laughs) Uh, My TikTok was actually deleted. So um, I did make a new account. It's at HeyBabyJ, secret plug. But don't follow it. Do follow it. I don't give a fuck. It's just for me now. My other TikTok got deleted. I posted something in my coworker, something about our boobs, and... It was a, it's a viral TikTok, like, it, it is a viral sound, people have made that, and TikTok just fucking hates me, and I've already got a community guidelines viola- violation on my new TikTok that I already started, whatever, I'm over it. Actually, I made a TikTok last week, and it got up to 200,000, and then they fucking deleted the TikTok because of my uniform I posted, because I was at work, so whatever, fucking pissed, uh, made a new one, all good. But it was kind of crazy because it blew up. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Um, it blew up immediately. And then I got followers on TikTok. I got followers on Instagram. It, it was kind of crazy. So maybe I'll like start leaning into that. But it doesn't matter because this is something that I was really passionate about a few months ago. And I just stopped, which was really heartbreaking. And it was even more heartbreaking that my family like couldn't look past their old school values um and to see that how committed I was to this whatever I'm over it I think I'm either gonna go like under my pseudonym if that's is that what it is called I don't know baby J I think I'm gonna try to go under that name and if if I continue this I don't know this might be a special episode it might be a one-time thing we'll fucking see Anyways, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're listening. 
this is only going to be my OGs for my VIPs because I don't know if I'm going to post about this episode. I think I'm just going to drop it. Maybe I'll post it on my Instagram page if you guys are following that. If not, I don't think anybody will hear this, which is actually okay by me. We'll see what the fuck um, is going on. Anyway, I've been taking some time to reacclimate. I have got a new job. Um, my apartment, my roommate actually just moved out a few weeks ago. She moved to L.A., completely across the country. It's so funny because we have been kind of hopping and switching across from each other for years now. So um, we have we were in the same place for like six months, which I was I'm really happy with. I love her. We we really didn't have any arguments. She had a, a job during the day, and of course I work at clubs during the night, and so it was almost like we had opposite schedules. She would go to work, and then I'd sleep, and then you know, um, so we would only see each other in passing. But that's fine. We're best friends. You know, it. We never really argued. I do miss her. I'm I'm by myself now. I have only lived by myself for a couple months I think so I don't know if I'm lonely or I, I'm really okay right now I did want to get into that um I how I feel <laughs> let me tell you how I'm feeling like currently in this moment before I get into this degenerate shit that I just did this this past week uh anyways I'm feeling okay <laughs> I am feeling fine. I'm I'm trying to do better with eating. I don't know if you guys... I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast. I think I was saving this for an episode that I never really got to do. But um, I have struggled with eating and with my diet for a while now, for a few years. Sometimes I don't eat very much. I can just sleep through the day and it'll be nighttime and I haven't eaten anything. I've lost a lot of weight. Um, I'm, I'm actually getting it back right now I can see myself and that's why I'm not working out which I know is not help which I know is not healthy I've been stretching though and that's my new year's resolution so I have been sticking to that I'm stretching I can touch my toes so um but that you know that doesn't constitute as working out or anything I do run around for my job in heels might I add but no um I'm I'm not technically working out, but I'm trying to at least intake as many calories as I'm losing by just simply not eating. So I haven't been doing that. So that is also in my game plan for uh, 2022. But I'm I'm trying to eat. I ate two meals today, which I'm proud of. So I I like like looking at myself in the mirror and seeing you know my stomach's not completely flat, and that's fine. Anyways, I'm, I enjoy looking at myself in the mirror and seeing that I'm like gaining some weight. So I'm not super skinny. I don't have a really flat, you know, perfectly flat stomach. I like when I see, you know, that I'm gaining weight. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel like proud that I'm eating. And um, so that's what I've been working on. And I felt like I'm doing better about that. Also, um, I just got a medical credit card. So you can put you know, your uh, surgeries and fillers and Botox and whatnot on there. And I was approved for your girl. Your girl was approved for 7K. So uh, 
I'm doing some research. I'm looking up what I want to do next. Uh, uh, I have no student loans, so I might as well get a loan for a fucking total body makeover. I don't know what the fuck. Uh, no, nah, we'll see. I'm not going to do anything like insane. And uh, it, it's, it's kind of crazy because there's, there's so many botched girls here in Miami. It is wild. So um, I would never just do something off the fly go to a random doctor i'm doing i've been i've been doing research for a while i need to make a consultation i'm going to look up reference pictures and so it'll it'll probably be it no time soon you know um i want to make sure that i have looked at all my options and chosen the right one for me i don't even know what i'm gonna do i need if i want to do a bbl i need to gain weight for that which requires eating so it's gonna be a minute for me to even gain enough weight um to to be able to make that happen um as much as i you know don't have a completely flat stomach i don't have enough fat on it to move anywhere so it'll probably still be a minute but um i did get that credit card so i'm excited about that um, besides that, I am feeling, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling pretty okay. All right, let me just get into what the fuck I did, like, last week. I have been talking to my ex again. <laughs> I will not be taking questions at this time. I was talking to him. I don't care what you say. I love him. We have falling outs, like, every three months. So, anyway, I had a few days off. He was going to LA. I hop on, like, I buy a flight, like, (laughs) a few days beforehand, and I hop on the flight, and let me tell you, boy, this is a six-hour-long flight, and holy fucking shit, your girl has ADHD. My OGs know that. I went to Zanny Island and took a half a Zan, six hours till I fucking land, had me out like a light. Um, I don't know what it is, but in my, (laughs) as I've gotten older, I have become more fearful of flying of, um, airplanes and shit, which is kind of crazy because it's, you know, I've, I've taken close to probably a hundred in my lifetime, um, which is a significant amount, but just recently I have been terrified Thank you. Who did I take the other day that was fucking... Frontier. Fuck you, Frontier. Fuck you. Count your fucking days, Frontier. Because um, when the captain has to announce that there's there's unexpected turbulence, I'm shitting my pants. I'm shitting my pants. I don't care. I'm scared. I'm scared. Um, I took a flight back home from Missouri when I went home for... New Year, no, I didn't go home for New Year's. I worked on New Year's, but Christmas. I went home for Christmas and I flew back and I was shitting my pants. It was scary. I was flying by myself. The turbulence was wild and it was one of those, it wasn't just a little shaky, shaky turbulence. Mm, fine. I'm still scared, but mm, fine. Whatever. It was one of those where like you can feel the plane drops for a second and you know exactly what I'm talking about. Drops, like drops for a second. Like you're, you can feel that you're free falling for a second. And don't tell me you don't know exactly what the fuck you're talking about, what I'm talking about. And if you don't, you haven't been on enough plane rides. Anyway, and it was one of those times that the plane was like dropping and people were screaming. 
It was scary. And I was, you know what? I was just thinking earlier that day. I was like, you know what? I haven't been like actually scared about something in a minute, you know, like fearful, like let out like a scream. And I paid the price that day. I was like, damn. And I was really just talking about that. And here I am. And people were screaming on this flight. It was one of those flights. You know what? You know how I knew it was scary? Because the overhead compartments popped open. Bruh, that ain't normal. That is not normal, dog. Those popped open when we were going through the turbulence. You know what? I'm clutching the handrails. I'm looking back at anybody. I'm like, (laughs) anybody? And I make eye contact with the guy behind me. And our eye contact, we were like, this is it. This is it. Goodbye, me and you. <laughs> See you in hell, buddy. <laughs> um, anyways, I did make it. Obviously, here I am. But um, I, I'm scared of flights, for real. I cannot sit still on flights. Three hours is really about my limit. Is really about my max. Honestly, if I'm being real honest, I can't really sit through a movie. And uh, if, if, it's, if I'm really not entertained, I can't sit through a movie and sit still. I got to be doing something. Your girl has ADHD. Y'all know that. So for this six-hour flight, I had to uh, take a little trip to Zanny Island. And um, I was still scared. There was a little bit of turbulence, but I I passed out for a while. Started watching Harry Potter. Never seen those movies. Saw one on on, uh, my Christmas break. And I am right now I watched two today. I'm up to number like five, I think. Um... I don't know. They're all right. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting into it for sure. Oh, you know what? I just watched a lot, the one with uh, Robert Pattinson. What the fuck is his name? Gary? Cedric. Cedric. <laughs> R.I.P. to a real one, dog. Um, anyway, they're all right. So I took this in, and uh, I got there. I saw my ex, and it, it it has been exactly a year since we have seen each other. I went and visited him in Missouri a year ago and I don't know what I expected I haven't been to LA since 2020 when I lived there so it's been a while since that happened too it was cold (laughs) not really it was like 60 something and I was cold though but I threw all my jackets out of my sunroof (laughs) while I was driving from Missouri to Miami because I didn't think I need them and let me look up the, what was the temperature today? Um, the high was 70. I was cold. I was cold. I was cold. And I know you, you guys from um, Missouri, living in Missouri, are going to, sh- you know, shit on me, and that's fine. Um, it, I, I don't do snow. Never have. Never been a fan. And it was cold today. Anyway, so I packed for club attire of course no jackets no long sleeves no nothing actually that's a lie i brought my balenciaga hoodie that is my flight my airport balenciaga hoodie that i always wear in the airport my neon yellow y'all have seen it i wear it every single time in the airport and that's the only one that i brought the one that i stole from the golden state warrior ha (laughs) um that one yeah uh, but that's the only one that I brought. Otherwise, I'm wearing like bras and uh, jeans. I did wear, I did bring jeans. That's fine. But I'm on a jeans kick right now. I'm really into like the little tops, big bottoms look going on. Um, so uh, that's what I brought, and I 
did not end up wearing any of my new club attire that I just got. Whatever. Um, see my ex and everything is good. I He's like a little reluctant, I think, because I don't know. I was like, he got a new face tattoo. <laughs> By the way, I got a face tattoo, um, unrelated, dot, dot, dot. Uh, but it only glows in black light, so you can only see a glimpse of it when I'm under black light. It's a little heart under my eye, but I have a scar right there from my chicken pox when I was younger, so I just covered that, but you can't see it in the daylight, and honestly, you can't really see it because I put my makeup over it, but um, love it. Wasn't painful. 10 out of 10, would do it again. Have been contemplating on getting it uh, redone over in real ink where you can see it like in the daylight. I'm a hold off on that, but it has been crossing my mind. Anyway, my ex got a new face tattoo. I was like reaching at it to like touch it and whatever, and he like pulled away from me, and I was like, all right, you know, like okay, whatever, okay, maybe he's reluctant, whatever. It's been a year, and um, we start hanging out with his friend because he hasn't been in LA for a while too, so he has people there. So we go over and whatever. And I knew this guy from a few years ago when I lived there, but then he went to jail <laughs> for human trafficking. <laughs> I wish I was joking. I'm dead ass. I'm dead ass serious. Just got out of jail. Oh, <laughs> I jail. Um, they're both on parole, let me say. <laughs> no, not parole. I'm sorry, probation. P.O., probation, probation, not parole, probation, whatever, whatever, they're both on probation. Anyway, and um, I don't have very good memories of this guy, <laughs> this, not my ex, um, his boy, for obvious reasons. Um, but the one thing, let me explain this human trafficking charge. He is not, okay, no, he is, no, he is, he is. <laughs> um, no. He is running girls, and if you don't know what that means, it means that he is pimping them out. <sighs> should, should I be saying this? I'm going to say this. Fuck it. I'm saying this. It, it is, it's not against the, uh, the girls. Well, like, they are fully aware of what's going on. They chose this. He's not holding them captive. Um, it's a lifestyle that I'm, I'm not shitting on. I I could never do that. <laughs> um, but I do support sex work. Um, I work in, you know, the nightclub industry, so it is something that I am accustomed to. I'm not a participant, but I do support it, and we don't sex shame here on the Disappointment Child podcast. So anyway, um, so I meet his new girl because I knew two of his girls from before. And actually, no, I'm not going to say that. But um, one of his girls did recently pass away through no fault of his own. He was in, you know, jail. <laughs> he was in jail. So, um, you know, she was a sweet girl. So that that's super sad. Um, you know, not, not of his doing. It, it was a, you know, tragic thing that happened to her. So uh, he got, there's a new girl that he is with, um, and so she is 19, and he is 27. Hmm, okay, um, a few things about that, 
I'm uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. I think that that age gap is too big. I think that that girl is too young. I think that that man is too old to be doing what he's doing. Um, but it is legal. It is consensual. Whatever. You know, it's it's not me. I don't know these people from, you know, whatever. So I'm, I'm you know, keep my mouth shut. I'm not going to say anything. But I do have disapproval in my mind. Uh, so I get this girl alone, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm a friendly person, so I'm talking to her, and, um, you know, she tells me how old she is, and I'm like, holy fucking shit, and I see the way, like, he treats her, and I'm like, hey, is everything, you know, is everything okay, is everything good, and she's like, yeah, I thought that this boy was gonna be my boyfriend, and now, like, it's not that, um, this is something that I was doing, like, before I even met him, um, and like my, my last guy, you know, that was doing this for me wasn't like this at all, but I love, you know, I love this guy now and I just never know because he like screams at me, he yells at me and then the next day he'll be in love with me and, and I'm like, okay, I, you know, as I asked her, I was like, do you feel trapped? Like, is there any way you can get out? And she's like, yeah, like, I just, like, flew home. Like, I just actually got back here. I was home for a few weeks. And uh, so I am i don't feel trapped. I know what I'm doing. It's just really difficult because I, like, really care about him. I love him. I think I could fix him, whatever. And I'm like, ooh. And that really hit me at home because not, I haven't, I don't want to say I've been in the same position because I absolutely have not. Um, I, and I can't directly understand what she's going through with that, but, um, that's, you know, I've, I've felt that way with my ex and, um, you know, they both do their rapping careers or whatever. They're, they're pursuing musical careers, may I say. So, um, they do have similar behavioral I'm dancing around, but y'all know exactly what the fuck I'm trying to say. Anyway, um, they, they do act very similar. And so I felt like I've been in her place to some extent, of course. And I just felt really sad. And I said, hey, like, just not to say anything, but your age gap is really alarming to me personally. So, um, you know, I feel like you're being groomed. And she's like... What does that mean? And I said, oh, honey, Google. Google it. Just do your research. Just Google it. And um, so, you know, me and me and my boy, like, leave, and we go to the hotel and whatever. Um, and I see her again the next day when we meet up, and she said, yo, I Googled that shit, and that's exactly what's happening to me. And I'm like, yeah. Um, so at least she's aware. She knows. And... Um, <laughs> we've actually secretly so so my ex we my ex decides that he's gonna stay out in LA so that's what he's doing I I don't know how I feel because like I, I go back to him and it's and it, to me it feels like no time has passed he's treating me really well he's you know buying my ubers buying my food like you know buying our place to stay and and just you know just treating me really really well um I, my love language is acts of service, and he's definitely going out of his way 
you know, to show me that he cares and show me that he's missed me. And um, that makes me feel really good. And it was, I was only there for two days, two days. And it made me definitely remember like the good times that we had together. So now um, I am home and I'm feeling, I don't, I don't know how I'm feeling. Usually I like, I, I am very good at putting my emotions into, I, I like to pick a word, you know, like to go through a list of emotions, like look it up on Google and look through a list of emotions um, that kind of describes how I'm feeling right now and find the perfect one just so that I can give it a name so that I can label it and it will help me understand more how I feel. And I, I haven't done that yet today, but I'm feeling like nostalgic, but also like melancholy. I don't know if it, I don't know. I really can't put my finger on it. So um, get back to me and I'll, I will let you know how I really feel, but I do miss him. I do really care about him. He is staying out in LA and I don't know how that's gonna go because I know he has a, he had a really good job where he was living before and so I feel a little confused and disappointed about that it's a, a completely a personal call on his part and he you know it ultimately it's up to him to make the best decision for him and it's been a year since we've even seen each other so I have absolutely no you know say I I don't have any call on on his decisions and that's fine and I recognize that and so I'm not going to put that forward so when he did tell me that of course I was like well whatever you believe is best for you <sighs> so that is um difficult for me to come to terms with and I'm trying to understand how that makes me feel and of course you know we're not dating it's not up to me but I do really care about him and that is tough um so that, that's how my week went. That's how I'm feeling right now. It was literally just a spur of the moment decision. I didn't really post about it. I wanted to keep it quiet because I know like my friends are going to judge me for doing that. Um, but I had to do it and I don't regret it because I felt like it would really make me know how I feel about that situation, if doors were closed, if I needed to close doors, if something, you know, I wanted to reconnect, if things have changed, if I missed LA because I haven't been there in a while. Um, and I thought that it would bring me some clarity and it actually did not. It made me even more confused about my situation which is fine. I had a good time. Also, I wanted to see if like I have just been imagining like how good the sex was. <laughs> um I do know that that I was not imagining it. It was really good. My favorite sex is like I love you sex. Um and that is an issue for me because I don't like to do one night stands. I don't like to do hookups. I like to have feelings. I'm an emotional person. And it it's just not the same when it's, you know, just some random, random person, random shit for me. And I'm not talking to anybody, of course, because we don't judge here on the Disappointment Child podcast. So if that's your thing, totally cool. I feel like everybody has, you know, their favorite type of sex, makeup sex, drunk sex, hungover, you know, or, you know, um, high sex, 
hookups are fine. I love, like, I love you sex. Like, makeup, I love you, whatever. So I haven't had that in a minute. Um, and I I did enjoy that. Was not imagining that. I do know why <laughs> we were together for so long. And um, I actually have not even brought, I've not brought a single man home to my apartment here while I'm in Miami. Everybody clap for that. <laughs> um, yeah, so I have not. Um, I did go on a date with this guy. <laughs> I actually hooked up with him a year ago, New Year's, um, 2021 New Year's at a mansion party on the beach in uh here in Miami so that was really cool to reconnect with him a few months ago he took me to a Miami heat game I had really good seats he bought me like $30 drinks like multiple $30 drinks and food and he was he's like the sweetest guy ever um and his whole friend group is really um close-minded <laughs> that's what I want to say on this podcast that's that's how I want to put it out there close-minded about topics and stuff and he's very open-minded which is something that I appreciate in in a guy especially so um it's he's very he's a very refreshing person to talk to he took me it was like a double date with his sister and her boyfriend and she was dope she was great we got drunk together um so I haven't seen him since actually and it's been a while but you know the holidays we both had COVID at one point. Okay, so I didn't really, I tested negative for COVID, but 15 of my coworkers at my job contracted COVID. So I felt like my test wasn't accurate. So I went ahead and quarantined by myself um, alone, like requested off my jobs and um, did that alone until I was feeling better. And, um, you know, I ultimately did test negative, but I still wanted to take precautions and um so I just it just hasn't been convenient for us to see each other but um I don't want to rule that out we still text a lot he's super nice I do not currently have any sugar daddies but the other day at my job oh I do want to let me go ahead and get into my job um I work at a club here on Miami Beach and I don't want to say the name of the club but it's not hard to find um, I post about it on my Snapchat, my Instagram, but I don't want them affiliated with my podcast in any way, get them in trouble, whatever. Um, but you know, quick look up and you can find exactly if you're interested. Um, but my job is very interesting. I have celebrities, artists come in all the time, all the time, literally almost every night. Last night, um, waited on Jeezy, and then, not G-Eazy, G-Eazy came at New Year's, Jeezy, who I am not personally familiar with, uh, but they're definitely, like, regular-ass people, Cardi B and Offset came in, um, my favorite was probably, honestly, Fetty Wap was really good, um, Floyd Mayweather comes in all the time, oh, 6ix9ine came in, um, last night, he, I don't think he's ever performed, but he just gets a table at our club all the time, all the time. Um, he's like friends with the owners. So the owners are like a group of 27 year old, like 
French, like, frat boys, it seems like. Um, actually, last night was one of their 28th birthdays, and they own this fucking club. So um, that's really a trip in its own because they run this club like a bunch of 27-year-olds. There are new girls every week. I am one of the longest-standing uh, servers, like people, one of the girls at my club. And I haven't even been there for a year, six months max. And I'm one of the longest standing girls that are there. So if that says anything about the turnover rate uh, that, that my club has. And that's a completely new thing for me because I have never worked a job where I was good at what I do, but I'm still scared of getting fired. Completely new for me. I usually rise to the top very quickly because I mentioned earlier my ADHD I like to be doing things and that's why I like serving especially because I like to talk to my customers there's always something for me to do I can clean I can you know bust tables I can pour drinks I can run food you know whatever needs to be done I'm constantly doing that because I don't like to stand and be bored so um, I usually do rise to the top very quickly and I definitely have here and I'm doing multiple jobs like within this club too. Like I've been, you know, I, I bottle serve and then I do, I run bottles to other tables. I worked outside and, you know, did um, check people in, checked in VIP guests. So I've worked multiple jobs at this club. So I feel like I'm very established. But two weeks ago, there was this girl, by the way, I don't know if I mentioned this, but it is a French club. So um, they, French People like the, I don't want to, you know, stereotype or whatever, but they are, they like things a specific and certain way, and that's fine. And there was this girl who knows the owners previously that just came into my job and worked, and she worked, like, on the holidays, on Christmas, on New Year's, and whatever, and they just fired her over text for, like, and, and did not give her an explanation or anything. So... If she's not safe, I don't feel like anyone is safe, you know. And so um, I, this isn't the first job that I've had, though, here. I have another job, and it is actually the largest strip club in the United States. Excuse me. And I, there's three sections. Well, one, two, three. There's actually four sections in this, um, cl this strip club that I work at. And I work in the very back section, which is a sports bar. And there's not even dancers or entertainers back there. It's really completely separate. But I serve food. And I'm doing that because I got that job first. And I only work on Sundays on game days where the Dolphins play, where, um, you know, Miami plays. And I make big back there, you know. And it's the easiest job in the world. Because, and here's why. All you have to do is go up to the table, type in their order on the computer, send it. That's it. I deliver their drinks. The bartender makes the drinks. The food runners bring out their food from the kitchen. And um, the bartender, like, like, runs their credit card, cashes them out. So all I do is take their order. And I, if it's over, you know, a certain amount of money, like, there's tips automatically, like, 20% tip, like, automatically on your, your bill. So easiest job ever. I am, you know, obviously I'm the best girl back there, you know, because I'm, like I said before, 
I'm running, you know, I do the extra shit. I bust my tables. I'll go into the kitchen and I'll help them run food or whatever needs to be done. And I'm, I'm making money there, but I only work on Sundays because I work at my other job, Fridays, Saturdays, and Mondays. So then my whole weeks are free, which I really, I enjoy, you know, but my sleep schedule is absolutely insane. Um, I don't get off until like five in the morning or sometimes later than that when the sun is coming up. So my sleep schedule, I don't, sometimes I don't wake up until like three in the afternoon, which is, um, wild. So I get the week at the weekdays to kind of, you know, resituate my schedule and, uh, sleep, uh, sleep at a normal time. But I reached out to my other job because they gave me off for like a month or so when I told them I was quarantining and I didn't work o- work over the holidays, New Year's, Christmas over there, but I only work on Sundays. So I reached out to them just in case after I heard this, you know, the French girl got fired from my job. I reached out to them and I was like, hey, I would like to be put back on the schedule because I'm nervous about my other job. So they're like, totally fine. And then, um, so now I'm over there working Saturdays and Sundays in the sports bar serving food. And I am at my other job Fridays and Mondays uh, doing bottle service at this club. Uh, I am feeling pretty secure because I already have my rent covered for the rest of my lease, which is really, really nice. Um, So I'm not too concerned if I do end up getting fired from this job. I really think it's just, you know, this is Miami. They are looking for new girls. All the, There's a plethora of girls, of hot girls here in Miami. So they, it's, it's a relatively new club. They opened, you know, in 2021. So they are like renewing girls constantly, all the time, getting in fresh faces, bringing in, you know, new clients, whatever. So, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to take it personally if they ask me not to come in. I am the longest, like I said, I'm the longest standing girl there. So I do feel like I have, like, the upper edge. What I have probably seen 27 uh, girls come in and do my position. That's why I have, like, a lot of people, you know, some people from home are asking me for jobs. There are some people over here. I don't want to give you this job because... <laughs> you'll I really I don't I don't have pull like that but if you you don't want to work this job because they will fire you they will fire you they will fire you and it won't take long they bring in some people to train for a weekend two days and then the lot they'll tell them like never over text bro over text never come back in so um (laughs) no I can't get you a job (laughs) but um I do enjoy it and it's really fun and I'm doing like what I've always wanted to do since I was living in LA or so, I, okay, so let me tell you, let me tell you um, what happened the other day. So I had, there was a client came in, um, I, you know, bring the bottles to their table and my VIP host is like, hey, this client really likes you, like go and talk to him. And I'm like, okay. So I go and talk to this client. He's an older gentleman and um, he, you know, gives me a shot at his table and he's like, hey, I'm going to, it's called Kiki on the River look it up amazing really expensive restaurant right on the the river that connects to the ocean in miami and um it's so nice like you can pull up on your yacht and they'll do bottle service and take out food onto your yacht dope ass place i've never been before i had never been before because it was so expensive like i can't afford shit anyway and he's like you should come tomorrow and i'm like yeah well i'm offshore and so i bring my friend i go the next day and he buys a table and it is Sunday fun day. 
and he buys three bottles of Classe Azul, which for reference, Classe Azul at my, at my club is, we just changed the prices yesterday, but I think it's $1,900 for a bottle of, of Classe Azul, which it's probably more expensive here because this is not, you know, whatever. So um, he buys three bottles of Classe Azul. He buys three bottles of Dom Perignon, and then he buys uh, 1942. So, like, this man is, like, buying bottles and bottles and bottles. And I order the Tomahawk steak, <laughs> which is another $200. And I get two desserts. <laughs> all on this man. And, by the way, let me say, he's not creepy at all. He's not putting any moves on me. Um, I never sucked that man's dick. I never had sex with that man. Don't plan to. He didn't push me. He never asked me. He's never given me money, and I never asked. And I never felt any creepy vibes from him. Never was touching me at all. And I was like, wow. I mean, you know, what a good time. I was drunk. I Thankfully, my girl lived right down the street from there. Her apartment was, so we just walked home. And it was, uh, it was a great, great time. So, you know, he's FaceTiming me and he, like, he's an old enough man where he likes to call on the phone, which is fine, whatever. Um, he's very sweet, checked on me the next day. So I go to work the next day after that. And my VIP host who kind of introduced me to him, I was like, hey, like that guy was really nice that you introduced me to. And he's like, yeah, uh, he is. He's super nice. He's not a sugar daddy. He doesn't like pay for girls like that. But he loves to, like, go on vacations and book trips and stuff. And he just likes to bring, like, pretty girls along with him. And whenever I've gone, I'm really good. He's, he says, I'm really good friends with him. I've gone along on trips with him and stuff like that. And I've never seen him touch a girl. You know, I've never seen him, like, hold hands with her. Like, you know, touch on her or anything. And I'm like, wow, is this, am I dreaming? Am I dreaming? And uh, I guess this man just has so much money. Um, as, as he says he's one of the wealthiest men that he knows here in Miami. And so he actually just FaceTimed me today and was like, hey, I'm planning, like, I want to go to the Bahamas, like, next week. Do you have any time off where you can come? Like, do you have a passport? And I'm like, fuck yeah, I have a passport on deck. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm off during the week's. So I can go, you know, Tuesday through Friday or Monday through Friday, whatever. And he's like, okay, like, that's it. Like, we'll go. We can go. He has a, he has a private jet. He has a PJ. He's like, uh, it's done. You know, next week, like, don't plan anything. So if I go to the Bahamas next week, if you see your girl going to the Bahamas next week, just know, be going hard. <laughs> um, so I, I think I've made a new best friend. I'm really happy with that. I don't even know what else to say about that, but um, I think that I'm I'm living the dream for sure. We'll see. We'll see if this comes to fruition. But like everything he's told me so far, like he has, you know, stepped up to the plate. Like he's done it. He's not just all talk. So that is dope. Um. Anyways, I don't really know what um what else I want to say, but I think I might just end this podcast here. Thank you guys for listening. I actually really enjoyed my time. I didn't know what I was going to say when I came on here. 
and it felt really easy. I think I got back into my rhythm here. And I just want to thank you guys for listening. And if you are if you are listening to this podcast, you're amazing. If you're listening to my old podcast, you're amazing. You're the real OGs. I don't know if I'm going to continue. <laughs> um, I, I what I would really like to do. I have this idea about bringing on secret guests and having them come on and like tell their crazy Miami stories. So if that's something that you'd like to hear, if you'd like to hear more out of this podcast, if you enjoyed this episode, DM me on Instagram. It's at Jaden Day. Um, oh, I should mention this. There are a few new accounts that are popping up on Instagram that are catfishing as me. This is the fourth one this year, this past year. Um, that is a catfish of me. I only have my one account and I will never ever make a backup account for OnlyFans. Not that I'll never make an OnlyFans, but I will never make a backup account as me for OnlyFans. No, I mean, I'm not, I'm not planning on making any OnlyFans. I really not. I'm just saying that. Uh, but I will never make a backup account. I only have one account. So if you see any accounts come up as me, they're catfish, please report. Please let me know. I don't know why this is happening to me. People are making fake Tinders of me and shit. It's not me. It's never me. Okay? I have my one account on Instagram, and I rarely post. <laughs> um, <clears throat> anyways, please DM me. And thank you guys for listening again. I know I said that, but I really do appreciate it. All the love that I'm hearing on my Snapchat, on my Twitter. You guys sent me your pictures from your Spotify accounts that I was like your number one listen to podcast. It made me feel so good. Like it got me out of like my funk that I was in. I don't, I don't know what to say. I just appreciate you guys. Um, love you all. And this has been a special episode of Disappointment Child. Love you. Bye.